Welcome to Good Morning, the podcast on a mission to open up the conversation around grief and loss with honesty and humour. Hosted by Sally and Imogen, we interview interesting guests to hear how losses shape their lives. Join us as we laugh, cry and drop the odd F-bomb. So today we've got a very special episode for you all. It is our Mother's Day episode where we are going to be sharing your dedications to your mums, mother figures and children, as well as the things that you would want them to know and your advice and words of comfort. How are you feeling this Mother's Day, Im? Honest answer. <laughs> honest answer. We want, we want the honest truth. We're all about the real talk here, aren't we? So yeah, I'm over it already. And it yeah. hasn't begun quite yet. Um, the lead up is always awful, but yeah, I'm just sick of the like the bloody marketing emails, like the buy this for mum, this Mother's Day. I'm just like, I've never unsubscribed so fast to so many things in my life. And I just feel like responding like, she's dead. Can you fuck off? Like have some... Yeah, some bloody respect. <laughs> Do you know what though? I have to say, I've actually spotted a lot of brands in the UK and Oz who are part of something called the Thoughtful Marketing Movement, and basically they support the. Um, they're doing a lot of opt out of Mother's Day emails. So some of you might have already received them, and I think it's really cool because you know Mother's Day is an onslaught of like marketing emails, and like you say, when you're grieving or you're missing someone. Your, you know your mum or your child or you know anyone around this time of year it is like fuck off like I do not want to see these emails I don't want to see these social posts so I think it's really important to be mindful and I really appreciate the brands that are doing that we actually wrote some tips on supporting someone around Mother's Day for the brilliant Aussie flower and gift delivery service called Lovely who are actually part of the movement and they shared them on their Instagram and in their newsletter and I just think it's just so good to know that grievers are being supported by brands like these. It's so important. Yes, so good. And we love that thoughtful marketing movement. But like you said, it is an onslaught. And I feel like this time of year in particular is such an onslaught for me with milestones. So I've just had my mum's birthday, her 65th birthday. And then I've got Mother's Day in a couple of weeks after my mum's birthday. And then it's my daughter's third birthday the week after that. So it's just all in a bloody row. So the grief bombs be dropping like it's hot at the moment for me. Love that for oh, me. Oh, mate. It is, it is, it's like a pipeline of griefy moments yeah. for you, isn't it, this time of year? Oh, just got to yeah. get through it. But I'm keeping busy. I'm, I'm, doing, I'm being a you. <laughs> <laughs> keeping busy, but also finding that time to grieve. It's like a balance, isn't it? You know, you don't want to kind of push it aside and be like, you know, I'm not. You've got to make the time to feel it, even if you don't want to. Yes. But how are you? How are you feeling this Mother's Day, Sal? A bit like you, a bit like, you know, fuck off, I'm done. <laughs> uh, but it's a bit of a weird one for me because obviously being from the UK, I used to associate Mother's Day in March because that's when it is over there. But now I've lived over here for so long, I also associate it with being in May. So it's kind of like a double whammy. Oh my God, um, you get two Mother's Days. Two I'm Mother's Days. <laughs> yeah. And like on social, obviously, all of my friends and like connections in the UK post about Mother's Day in March and the lead up to it. So yeah, it's kind of like a double whammy. So I need to figure out how to navigate that. Um, but yeah, I've been really missing my mum. Like 
there's so much going on at the moment. You know, we've moved into a new apartment. We've launched our affirmation cards. There's lots of things happening in my life. And I'm just like, oh, I really wish that I could just pick up the phone and tell her about it all. And, you know, you just think she'd love to know this. And then you're like, oh, I can't tell her. And we actually did a post about that on social. Yes, the things that you that you want to like have a conversation with them about and it's so bittersweet though things like launching our affirmation cards like we wouldn't be doing it if our mums hadn't died so it's just this weird kind of yeah bittersweet feeling isn't it it really really is but yeah we've got a lot going on and we actually spoke at the motherless daughters australia's sydney pre-mother's day high tea recently which was amazing it's a bit of a full circle moment for us isn't it (laughs) It is because we met through Motherless Daughters Australia. So it's so nice to be invited to speak at their high tea. If you guys haven't heard of Motherless Daughters Australia, they're an amazing resource for women and girls who have lost their mums. So definitely check them out. Our mums were actually so similar in many ways, weren't they? Like they were unique. They were a bit quirky. (laughs) Yes, they actually were. There were quite a few things they had in common that were kind of like just weirdly like just weird things they had in common, which I really love. Oh my God, the main weird one, if in, if any listeners don't know, is both Sal and my <laughs> mum did not own ovens. We had ovenless mums. Ovenless motherless daughters we are. Yeah. <laughs> they just didn't see a need for it. So neither of them had ovens and they used to cook on these little halogen things. It's super random. I don't even know how we discovered this or, yeah, it, but it is so weird yeah I've got to tell you another cute little story actually so on my mum's birthday I found it really sweet like her friends were messaging me and just sharing memories and things and um, one of her friends was talking to me about so she my mum is an op shopper likes is was oh, who, who who even knows what to say with that um, but she loved op shopping and the same as Sal Sal is an avid op shopper and so my mum's friend used to give my mum what my mum would call magic bags, sort of be like bags full of secondhand clothes from my from her friend. And she'd get so excited about it. She's like, oh, I got another magic bag from Charmaine and go through it all. So Charmaine was sending me, she sent me a video of my mum. It was honestly the sweetest. It also broke my heart. Of like my mum had sent her a video of her going down a slippery slide in the park with my nephew wearing like one of the pink tops that my friend gave her. She's like, I just wanted to sh- send you a video and show you what my magic what my magic bag um clothes uh, clothes are up to. It was so cute, and oh, I that like is so cute. <laughs> oh, I but, love that. I feel like that's going to be me when I'm older as well. Oh, it's probably me bags. now. Actually, I love a magic bag. I'm going to take that on, carry a magic bag torch forward. But I so Do wish it. I could have met her. I think, gosh, like yeah, I just wish I could have met her. Oh, she would have absolutely adored you. I've said it before. I'm like, you would have been her ideal daughter. <laughs> <laughs> we both like doing the same things. I feel like we could have had the best days ever together because we ever. like lying in the sun. We like op shopping. We reading like reading books, books. Watching the same TV show. Like, <laughs> so sweet. But this is why I 100% feel that she brought you to me because it's kind of like a her version, like a, you know, 30-something version of her older self. And it's just like, yeah, she'd want someone like you in my life. Okay, I'm going to get emotional now. <laughs> But yeah, I feel like if she could package someone together who she would think would be good to, you know, support me through all this, it would definitely be someone like you. So that's why I genuinely feel like she brought you. Why am I crying already? (laughs) It's too early for this. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, I love it. I think I think that too. Anyway, guys, enough of us. (laughs) 
<laughs> Enough of days all, of our lives. <laughs> yeah, getting all emotional. They were both quite anti-Christmas as well, weren't they? Oh like, my God, so Couldn't be asked with Christmas. Couldn't Absolutely be asked with ovens. <laughs> Your mum used to decorate a twig, didn't she, or something like that? She, yeah, she used to just get a twig from the yard and then wrap some dints all around it and like that would be in the lounge room. So <laughs> deprived, I was deprived. It's like a Charles Dickens novel. <laughs> she thought it was arty. I love that. Yeah. My mum used to have like a stuffed Miss Piggy that she put on top of the Christmas tree because she couldn't be asked with an angel. So she just found a like Miss Piggy toy and put it on top. Oh and God, they both often it. couldn't be bothered to cook Christmas dinner either. We had like turkey curry quite often. Like turkey so curry. <laughs> what even is that? I know. Oh I love God, it we, though. I miss their we, quirk, her yeah. quirks. But it's funny because I feel like these are the things that we've got to carry forward. Like we never sat around a dining table like to eat ever. We just had like a coffee table and we'd sit around the sit around on the floor. But now I do that like not even <laughs> intentionally. So I just feel like we just yeah we need to keep doing these things in in honor of our mum's anti-Christmas and weirdness. (laughs) We definitely do. And we hope you guys are remembering the funny quirks of your uh, mums, mother figures, you know, kids, whoever you're remembering um, at the moment. Sometimes you just got to look back and laugh at the little things, haven't you? We have to. In between the cries. And guys, before we jump in, don't forget that our affirmation cards for grief and loss are now available to buy. Bloody exciting. Check them out if you haven't seen them already. We worked closely with one of our amazing listeners, Tilly, for a year on these. So we are so, so excited to be able to bring them to you. And we created them just to give you guys a bit of extra support and just to remind you that you are not alone in this. And we really hope that they do serve that purpose because we found affirmations so helpful Mm -hmm. um, during, you know, definitely the early stage of our grief and still now um, I'm going to actually do a little card pull. Oh, yes, please. Something exciting. I'm going to do a card pull for you guys. So this is going to be your affirmation for the day. All right. Great idea. Card pull. So basically you just shuffle the deck. And then you just let your intuition guide you to the card that you feel like you need for the day. Okay, here we go. I've picked one. Oh, yes. This is a good one, actually. Very apt for Mother's Day. I choose to set boundaries and say no. Prioritizing myself is important. Oh, that's a great one for Mother's Day. It is, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, back to our like chat earlier about, you know, getting all the marketing emails and the onslaught of like Mother's Day messaging and seeing posts on social and stuff. It's really good to have those boundaries. Like I'm not going to check my emails. I'm not going to look at social on the day. I'm just going to put a bit of space between me and the things that are triggering me. Yes, definitely. Yeah. We love a bit of boundaries at the moment. And um, there was actually a message. So we recently we shared some tips on how to support a grieving friend on Mother's Day with go-to skincare, which was amazing. Um, love that they're supporting what we do. And then we had a comment on there actually, which I just think is is a great example of, you know, a situation where you could assert some boundaries for yourself. So they said... Um, this will be my first Mother's Day without my mum. And my dad tried to tell me exactly how I need to spend the day, but he needs to give me room to grieve and feel my feelings. And I just think, you know what? This is, this is a great example mm-hmm. of somewhere where you could just say, no, dad, I'm not feeling up to that today. I need to do X, Y, Z for myself and just put that boundary up and look after yourself and prioritize yourself, not anyone else's. 
definitely it's not always easy to do but I think it's not (laughs) it's not but it's so important to try and practice setting them because you know when you're feeling griefy and quite often stretched thin as it is you've got to do what is going to serve you so guys you can grab your pack of affirmation cards right now they're on our website um, www.goodmorning.com.au and yeah you can also find them in the link on our Instagram bio but they are so beautiful and so beautifully illustrated as well so we hope that you love them all right let's jump in guys before enough we do, waffle enough waffle <laughs> before we jump in guys we are sending you so much love and we really hope that this episode just brings you a little bit of extra comfort a bit of extra strength in knowing you are absolutely not alone in this so to kick off, we've got a story here from Adventures with Lauren. Um, I actually love this story and I just wish I could have been there because it's actually... How, how good is it? <laughs> she says, my favourite memory is when I went to Queenstown in New Zealand with my mum for a mum-daughter weekend and we booked a bougie spa in a tranquil location. Love anyway... It. When we got to the spa, mum missed the step and ended up dive bombing into the spa, (laughs) flooding the whole area. And the waiters came to deliver champagne and there was just literally water everywhere. That's amazing. I can just visualise it now. That's going to be me, me as a mum, way (laughs) I am a mum. But (laughs) when I'm older and Layla takes me to a bougie spa, hopefully. Love that so much. That's me anyway after a few shampoos. <laughs> Sonora shared a memory here that she'll be holding close this Mother's Day, and that's wearing her mum's wedding dress on her wedding day and her mum helping her get ready. Oh, I love that. Oh, see, that's one thing that like really gets me is that mum will like I can never call her when I get engaged or get married. And like I had such a grief bomb the other night. I think I told you about this, but it was too embarrassed to like put it on social. But I'll tell you guys anyway, no shame. I was watching the new Kardashians and <laughs> and Chris Jenner was like talking to Chloe about how Travis had just was going to propose to Courtney. And I just had this moment I'm like, holy shit, like I'll never be able to call my mum when that day happens, slash if that day happens, it may not, but it probably will. And I was like bawling my eyes out watching the Kardashians. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> it was such no, a great bomb. It's the little things that can trigger it, right? Like the little oh. things that you kind of connect the dots and then it's like, boom, out of nowhere, like the smallest things. I started snowballing. I, oh my God, she's not going to be here for the wedding. Oh my God. Da, 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 da. Like, yeah. And then I just had to pull myself back from that and be like, breathe, breathe. <laughs> but you know, she's around. She, she, she knows yeah. what's going on. She will be there just in a different form without <laughs> she getting too woo woo. Yeah, oh, loads of butterflies be flying around my head or something on the day or something. <laughs> Who knows what she's got? What she's got planned? Um, but we digress again. Jill says she misses how her mum would stand out the front of her house until Jill's car was out of sight. Oh my gosh, so Jill, cute! My mum used to do this as well. She used to wave until like she couldn't see me anymore. So cute. So cute. AP says that during quarantine, when she was working from home with her mum, they would take long breaks, drink tea and watch old movies together. Beautiful memories. Claire says she still has, she still has a block on any memories. It's like her brain won't let them in. This is really interesting. I actually feel you, Claire. I think the griefy kind of trauma brain can make it so difficult to remember memories, especially positive ones after loss. And I, uh, especially, you know, I think it can be 
painful when you do as well, which is common. And I experienced this and found it really hard. And actually in our interview with Julia Samuel, she shared some really good advice, which helped me. Um, She said that it's important to set aside some time to think about them, but not just thinking about their death story. We need to spend time focusing on their life story as well. So it's like actively going in and setting aside some time to remember them. And so I've been really mindful of that. And um, I've actually had some really positive memories pop up every now and then now. And yeah, so maybe give that a try, Uh, but sending you so much love and it is very, very common effect after a loss. And Beth has some sound advice to share. She wants to let you all know that it's okay to cry, to laugh, to go out, to stay home, but be kind to yourself. Exactly right. I think this time of year, you've just got to do what's right for you. Just lower your expectations on yourself as well. If you don't feel like being social, that's fine. Set that boundary. Like it's a really difficult time of year. Just just do what feels kind to you. And SJ Cooper agrees and says, have your feels and celebrate in a way that makes you feel best. KChassie285 says, do what feels right and comfortable for you. So all about those boundaries, guys. That's our affirmation for Mother's Day. So take that on board. Jill says, take time for you, whether that's a long walk, a hot shower, a facial or listening to her favorite music. And like Jill, John has also made um, Mother's Day a a tradition to pamper herself on the day. And she also says, just remember, it's just a day and it will pass. Dragoner says she's sending loads of love and empathy to everyone listening. Thanks, Dragoner. Valerie says, turn off your radio, TV and phone and don't look at social media. Yes, Valerie. Preach. Set set those boundaries. Honestly, it's sometimes I think when you're scrolling mindlessly on social media around this time of year, you know, that's when you can kind of be triggered with reminders or see other people's posts. So definitely put those boundaries in place. And Laura agrees with Valerie. She says, stay off social media for the day or even maybe two days. Um, Yeah, all for it. It's not easy. Sometimes you're like, oh, I'm just going to have a sneaky <laughs> look a at habit, Instagram. It? it is a habit. I actually have something on my phone, um, on my iPhone. I have a timer so I can set my limit for the day. Um, doesn't all, I always, sometimes I go over it, but it can be helpful if you're thinking like, okay, yeah, I just want to do like five minutes on social around Mother's Day, then have a look at your iPhone settings because, you know, it can kind of block the apps for you. Good idea. Yes. Alexandra says, grieve in your own way and ignore what people expect or what society pressures you into doing. Yes. Again, boundaries and just doing what is right for you. It doesn't matter if other people are out celebrating or if other people are doing certain things. If you just want to stay at home or if you want to go out, if you don't want to talk to someone or you just want to kind of just be on your own or you want to be with everyone else, like it's totally up to you. You've got to do, do it in your own way and in your own time. Auntie Carl says that they've decided to celebrate the day as if they still have a mum, but it's just she's not here. Um, And they had a really lovely, happy and positive day last year. And that sounds like a really nice thing to do as well. And Alia also has a similar um, thing. She buys her mum a gift, like a massage or a voucher for something, and then she uses it for herself which is really nice idea oh my god I might do that my mum loved a massage got so many memories of us going to get massages together oh there's a really funny one actually (laughs) so we used to always get massages together and Ben came and so me Ben and my mum went to get a massage and Ben and my mum got put in a couple's room (laughs) and my (laughs) mum stripped her clothes off got on the bed and Ben saw my mum like fully naked (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's 
even care. Oh, I love that. I love that. That is so yeah. good. <laughs> yes, Vanessa. Yeah. So I might do that on Mother's Day, actually. That's a really sweet idea, Ali. <laughs> it's a brilliant idea. I think you should, Em. I think you should do that. Yeah. Um, and similar to Ali, um, Belle Rose says that when it was Mother's Day in the UK um, earlier this year, she bought a present for a mum, a card, um, and, you know, like she would when she was alive. And I just think that's really lovely. Who says that you don't have to buy them a present or you don't have to do some sort of ritual? Um, You can still, yeah, still kind of honour them in that way. Absolutely. And we have had some messages here of some things that you would like your mums to know, which we're going to read out. Some of them are really beautiful and we want to celebrate you guys. And, and yeah, hopefully by, you know, sharing these on the podcast, it is, yeah, getting it out to them in some form for you. So Miss C says, I got engaged to the love of my life. I know you would be excited for me. Steph wishes she could tell her mum that she got engaged to the love of her life too. And Katrina says, I just got engaged. There was a moment in my life when I no longer wanted to be here. Now I can't wait for the future and I wish she could be here. My partner chose a green stone, which was her favourite colour. Sarah Marina says, I brought my first house this year. Wish my mum was here to help me decorate and enjoy it with me. A massive congratulations to Congrats, you all, guys. Like this is massive, and you know we were talking a little bit before about you know that moment, those moments in your life where you wish that you could share it with your mum. Just we're sending you so much love and congratulations. But Katrina, I absolutely love that you have said that you can't wait for the future now. And I think that's such an important thing for anyone listening. Is you know especially when you're in that early grief looking into the future can feel almost impossible without our people here. So that gives us all a little bit of hope. So thank you for sharing that. And M Lou 612 says, I closed on a house eight days after my mum transitioned. I wish she could visit me here. Congratulations to you, Emma. That's huge news. And learning in grief says, I lost my mum just under five months ago and I want to tell her so much. I talk about her every single day and I wish she was still here to see her grandchildren grow up. Lizzie just wants her beautiful mum, Fiona, to know that she misses her so much. Aubrey5683 says, I got accepted into grad school to become a physical therapist. Congratulations. Um, the handles are coming out now, so I'm not sure if I'm going <laughs> to... Yeah, this is love, uh, love, live, learn, lol. Great one. Um, <laughs> live, love, love, live, live, love, love, live, laugh, lol. <laughs> <laughs> love, live, learn, lol. That's a bit of a tongue twister, isn't it? Um, says, I started a new job and I wish I could see her to go over the first day. And Alexandra says, I wish my mum knew that I got engaged the night she went into a coma and I never got to tell her. Oh, We're so sorry. That's so bittersweet, isn't it? It's just, yeah. Um, the curative fit says we're in the process of buying a house and it's the first big chapter that she's not part of. And Emily Joe says, I got married on Sunday and my mum should have been there. She died three months ago. Oh, Emily. Ooh. Chloe Elliott says I was 18 weeks pregnant when my mum died and my baby girl was born last week. Congratulations, Chloe and Emily. Um, I think that's a thing to my point earlier. It's like when you, achieve things or a new chapter starts just not being able to share it it can hurt and like you said just uh, just a moment ago him it's yeah not not just not being able to have them there by your side but your therapist in gave you a helpful tool for navigating this didn't she 
Yeah, she did actually. Um, so for these sorts of things, like I found this really helpful in the early days when there were just, because my mom died so suddenly and there were just so many things like left unsaid, um, something that can really help if you just want to feel that connection and you want to feel like you're, you're being able to share things with them or for yourself is to write a letter to yourself from the person who died or vice versa. So I found it really helpful, like when dealing with things of guilt and unanswered questions and things that I, I needed to say or have answers to, like I wrote myself a letter from my mum and like it, sound, it sounds a bit weird, but I, I kind of felt like I tapped into her and, and I just let the pen flow and whatever was coming out was coming out. But I felt like it was a really great way of connecting with her and also getting a lot of things that I needed out and onto paper and feeling like she was, yeah, like kind of almost telling me these things through me. And mm. then the other way can also work really well as well. If you want to write the letter to the person. So just tell them all the things that you want to tell them and get it out. And it can be a really, really great way of connecting. It's such a good way. And I've been doing it recently with like missing my mum when I've been journaling, like that exact, um, you know, that exact like writing from her. And I found it like, yeah, like I feel like I'm connecting with her and that in a way like she, I'm processing and feeling like she is here. And it, yeah, you, you, you told me about that actually. So how did you I, find it at first? Like, was it something that kind of came easily or? Um, like the first couple of like minutes, I felt like I had to get into it, but then mm. I weirdly, like it was like the pen started flowing. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, God, I hope like no one ever picks these <laughs> journals up and reads them. I'm sure most of us probably <laughs> feel like shall. that. Do you, Sally? Yeah. <laughs> um but oh my gosh <laughs> I, yeah I, like I sort of got into a rhythm with it like I think at first I was like oh okay this is a bit you know if I, I'm not sure but then weird. yeah but then I got into a flow and it really like it really did help and I felt really connected so thank you for that tip because I found it really helpful and hopefully other people will too amazing and Claire says I wish she could see my son grow up and what a lovely boy he is. She only knew him for nine months. Oh, so sorry, Claire. My daughter was nine months when my mum died as well. And it's just, it's such a raw stage of motherhood and and so hard to navigate. So sending you so much love and I know what it feels like and I'm there with you. And Lexi Ria says, I wish my grandma knew I'd broken up with my boyfriend. I could really do with her advice right now nothing like a bit of grandmotherly advice. Mm. SJ says she went back to school and she wishes her mum could see her graduate next year. Congratulations for that. Amanda wants her mum to know she moved across the country. Heather wants her mum to know that the friends she was hanging out with when her mum went into hospital, well, they are dating now. Aww. <laughs> Kay Chassie wants her mum to know she's about to graduate with her master's in social work. Another Ooh, congratulations. You guys are like absolutely killing it. No, no pun intended. intended. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are like, oh my God, doing so many things. I'm proud of you all. We've got some amazing listeners, haven't we? I know. It's so good. It's so, so good. And just, yeah, it's just amazing. And E-E-C-E-G. I know this is Ellie, actually. I know Ellie. Hi, Ellie. Um, she says she wishes she could share her flat with her mum, which she could only do because she died. She wishes she could come and visit. So nice. And congratulations, Ellie, sending you lots of love. SK Sawaiki says, I got my dream job and I'm about to finish my doctorate. 
congrats congrats <laughs> look at you guys um all of this despite grief like you know you guys are doing so many wonderful things and this is just it's huge hope to anyone else listening I think silly little blonde girl says um she's also in the <laughs> process you, <laughs> all right mate <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's me really it's my burner account um she <sighs> says that she's in the process of buying a house and they're going to be trying for a child later this year and she really wishes that she could just talk to her mum about it Ugh. We feel you. We absolutely we, feel we you. We feel you. And Ros says, <laughs> Ros <laughs> sorry, Ros. Ros says she- oh wait, no, they love it. I was always laughing at Trinka Blinker. Shout out to Trinka Blinker, and then she messages on Instagram to be like, "I love that you laugh at my username every time you try and read it out." But then she told us the backstory to it, and it's actually really sweet. It was like kids, kids at school, right? Kids- yeah, yeah, the kids had nicknamed her that, and then it kind of and she's like I didn't realize how funny it actually sounded but she appreciated our little uh, variations <laughs> yeah. of these handles <laughs> so, <laughs> Ros, <laughs> doing it Cardi B style Ros says she wishes her mum could see every milestone her daughter has reached since she's been gone and my Riel says, I want her to see that I'm still standing. Yes. Yes. Riel, that is an accomplishment in itself in grief. Just bloody standing. All the absolutely. other stuff on top is lovely, but just, just surviving is absolutely enough. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to hear you say this next one, Sal. Go for it. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> uh, okay. Here sorry for whoever's handle this is. And the fact that I'm probably about to slaughter it. Um, Pavit Sana, Pavit Stanza, Pavit Stanza says, my mum passed three months before our baby Eve came and she would have absolutely adored her. And Laura Lee says, my graduation from uni and me moving abroad. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Two massive milestones. Sinead Ella says, I finished uni. I got my first full-time job. I got a boyfriend and I fell in love. Like, how amazing. And Emily says she just found out she's pregnant and wishes more than anything that she could share it with her mum. Congrats, Emily. That's wonderful. And Johan Aubrey says, I wish my mum, Norma, had met my two sons. She would have been a wonderful grandma. Oh my God, Sal, Norma's my grandmother's name. Aww. It's my mum's mum. It's my mum's mum's name. And Aww. I like literally never hear that name. Like it's yeah. super rare. Oh my God. So sweet. So mean. That is so sweet. Norma and Gerda. Norma and Gerda. Oh my God. And that was when, when I had my um, reading with David, the medium, like that was literally one of the first things that came through. It was like, I've got Norma and Charles here. And that was my grandma and my step-grandpa so my mum's parents I was like holy shit like I've not got the name Norma anywhere like on my social media nothing like he would never have been able to find that because it's like it's such a rare name and I called her Nanan so if I ever did put that anywhere it would only I would only refer to her as Nanan so I was like holy shit like he's legit Yeah, he came in hot with the names, didn't he, yes. old, old David the Medium? Anyway, we digress. Yeah. Um, Olsen Taylor says, I got a promotion at work. Mum and I had talked about my career a lot, and I know that she would be so proud of this. Congratulations. 
Guys, thank you so much for sharing all of those. They're so wonderful. Again, we're so bloody proud of everything that you guys are achieving through your grief and sending you all so much love. And Mother's Day isn't just about missing mums or mother figures. It is a really difficult day for mums who are also missing their children too. So we have here some tributes and we are sending you all so much love. KLM Fam Graham says, Ari Galileo, five weeks and three days of joy and goodness. I miss you, Ari Bear. M Little says, Case and Christopher, I love you all the time. Courtney says, Harvey, I love you and I miss you with all of my heart. I don't think I'm going to be able to get through these without no. crying, Sal. Amzie says, Sophie Rose, always in our hearts and never a thought away. Carol says, Lauren Wilmont, we love you and we miss you and we are grateful for the time we had with you. N3 Dander says, Dominic Anders, I love you and I miss you. I imagine your voice saying, hi, mum, and hugging you tight. Okay, I'm, I'm breaking now. Oh, guys, I'm just sending you just the biggest hugs. KJ Olek7 says, we love you, baby E, and feel you every day. Less of S says, my mum, Anna, is grieving the loss of her son, my brother, Mason. Jackie Go Beep says, AJ, I miss you every time I breathe. Thank you for making me a mum and I love you. Terry says, Logan, we love you and we miss you, but we know you're always with us. And Cass Hoop says, Robert, I love you always. Violet's Gift says, Violet Grace, you will never be forgotten. And the doula life says, my Vienna, mummy misses you fiercely. Beck Al Smith says, baby H, how we wish we could have met you. You'll always be our first baby and we love you. And Bronwyn says, Mason, thank you for making me a mum six years ago, sending you all our love, darling. And Ruth says, Beatrice Hope, I wish you could have stayed with every piece of my shattered heart. And Natalie says, Hendrix, our beautiful son, we love you so much and we miss you every day. You're forever our guardian angel. And Sandy says, Sean, mum misses you like crazy. I love you. Absolutely beautiful and heartbreaking, guys. Thank you so much for sharing these with us in our community. Um, So we do hope this episode has brought you a little bit of comfort and know that however you spend this Mother's Day, whether you're hiding under the duvet or doing something to honour them, you are not alone. There is a community of others all over the world going through something similar. So we hope that this episode has brought you some comfort. You are absolutely not alone, guys. And if you need a little bit of extra support or an extra space to honor your loved one um, or just share what's going on for you, then don't forget we've got our private Facebook group. It's called Good Morning Grief Community and everyone is welcome. And guys, sending you so much love. We really hope that this brought a tiny, tiny bit of comfort during a griefy as fuck day. (laughs) And we are in this shit together, guys. Sending you lots of love and we will be back soon. Bye, guys. 